Hello, everyone, and welcome to Do It To Like Movies. My name is Dan, and my buddy Alec is with me. And uh, oh, yeah, good. today... Oh, sorry, I forgot. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, what's good, everyone? How's everyone doing? I know it's going to be a depressing one, just a foreshadow. Yeah, it uh, it's kind of been... I mean, so you can probably tell if you looked at the title of this video, or not video, the title of this podcast before... You clicked on it today. We're going to be talking about some celebrities that we quite admired and who have unfortunately left us. So we're going to kind of discuss their careers briefly, kind of why we appreciated them and tell some stories. Because I actually do have a story about one of them. I'm sorry. What I, I said I consider them the old guard of comedy. Sure. Uh, but yeah, so today we're going to talk about the fact that you know, we're Godfrey. Is it Godfrey or Godfrey? Godfrey. Okay. Yeah, he recently passed away. Okay. He recently passed away. And as you all know, recently Bob Saget passed away and so did Norm MacDonald. And all three of those guys, we are very sad. Not even attached to, but just, you know, we were big fans of their work, you know. I say attached because, like, I mean, well, maybe not Norm as much as. Bob Saget and Gilbert Godfrey, but they were a, a big part of a lot of things that were at least in my childhood and that may be yours as well. I know a lot of other people's because I mean, I know for Gilbert Gottfried as an example, I mean, a big thing for me was it's his voice as it was so recognizable. I remember him playing the evil dentist on Fairly Odd Parents as well as the Paraladin. So yeah, like that, yeah. that kind of stuck with me. Yeah. Um, well, for me, Bob Saget, obviously so when i was in elementary school and middle school i would wake up in the morning and they'd have you know i think it was like teen nick or something or something like that and full house was playing and so i i I grew up on full house and really liked full house and i mean that was like the golden era of like early morning i wake up it's either full house or it's it's fresh prince or it was saved by the bell i mean oh my god Oh yeah, and there was Adult Swim too. I remember I watched a couple episodes of Metalocalypse because they would go on at midnight and then replay at three a.m. But I would get up at six a.m. for work, and like Directv had the the a.m. and the p.m. Or sorry, not the a.m. and the p.m. The the East Coast and the Pacific Coast, um, mm. the West Coast time. So you got to watch like stuff that was on at midnight again. But anyway, now Bob Saget was in Full House, and we re- me and my wife are watching Fuller House right now, and he's in that too, and. Not only that, but um, he also directed that movie uh, with Norm Macdonald, Dirty Work, I think. Yeah, he directed that one. He directed Dirty Work? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, look it up. But I am oh my God. 99% There's sure that Bob Saget, I don't think he wrote that. I think Norm Macdonald wrote that, but I think Bob Saget directed it. Hmm. I think I think, it, I think it was Norm wrote it because there's a funny story to tell you because of... Um, his uh, co-star in that movie, who the comedian, um, Artie Lang. Uh, Artie Lang. Artie Lang told a hilarious story about Dirty Work um, that I will get into when we talk about Norm because honestly, it is. It's like <laughs> it's super Norm. That's all I'll say for right now. My, some people might know what I'm talking about, but regardless, we'll get to that in a, in a later moment. And I am seeing here that, yeah, Dirty Work, 1998, directed by Bob Saget, but written by Norm MacDonald and a couple other guys. So, but anyway, so we're, we'll start out with Gilbert Godfrey because he just passed like yesterday. And 
again, like, so I know he was a comedian for a while. And I think when did he actually get big, like seventies or eighties like that? I think he got big in, in the, the mid eighties, early nineties. Let me see here. Yeah. Cause I know uh, for our generation, you know, the kids who were born in the nineties, he was the, he was the voice of Iago from Aladdin, the parrot. So, but let me see here. Yeah. He was born in, he was also in, the Affleck guy to like, for like oh, 10 yeah. years. The Affleck duck. Yep. Let me see here. God, it was so funny why he got canceled from that. And he just gave zero fucks about it. And that's what I love the most about him. Do you know why he got canceled from the Affleck duck? Oh, I don't know. He made like a Jew joke, something like that. No, 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 no. He was making joke because it was 2011, right after the Fukushima accident. He was posting on Twitter jokes um, about, you know, Japan. He's like, in Japan, if you need another girlfriend, just wait for one to float on by, you know, because Fukushima and all that, that flooded. Um, he was like, um, what's another one? I hear the girls in Japan aren't just hot, they're radioactive, uh, you know, sh- stuff like that. And apparently Aflac was like, uh, we do 75% of our business in Japan. And he was and he was on a podcast and he's like, yeah, I didn't know how big it was there until they told me. <laughs> but I'm saying oh, here, God. it looks like he really started in the 80s. It looks like he, it looks like in 1980, it looks like he, he was hired as a cast member for SNL and he, he was only on for 12 episodes from what I'm seeing here. And uh, yeah, he just really did, was stand up in the 80s. And it looks like, you know, in, in 1987, he headlined a half hour comedy special that airs a part of Cinemax comedy experiment series. And let me see here. Yeah, apparently he was in a Larry David pilot before Seinfeld. He was in a couple of movies too. He was in Beverly Hills Cop too. And he was on the Howard Stern show a lot. Yeah, I mean, he was kind of, I know he was in, what's that show? Married with Children. I know he did a guest thing on there. He was kind of just a comedian that everybody knew. You know what I mean? Yeah, he was just, he was just like, not like big and famous. He was just like, he's the guy. We know who that is. He is a guy. Well, I mean, his voice was just so iconic. That's a fake voice. It's not his real voice. Yeah, because it's not even his real voice. That's just, he just does that because everyone oh, yeah. knows it. Well, okay, so funny story about Gilbert Godfrey. So when I was a sophomore in high school, our I was in drama class and they took a trip to New York to go see a bunch of, you know, Broadway plays because, you know, it's drama class. And I didn't go on the trip, long story short, but the people that did go on the mm-hmm. trip, they took a bus, I'm assuming from D.C. to New York or whatever. But anyway, apparently Gilbert Godfrey was on the bus and what? they met him and he was super nice. Yeah, he's very, he's a very, he was a very approachable guy from what I understand. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, uh, one of my friends was like, yeah, he does not talk like how he, you expect him to because of his, that's a shtick. Yeah. That, I was going to say, because that's what his fake voice, that's why he does it on uh, when he did it online. And if you watch, he was on Joe Rogan a while ago and it was actually sad because he was talking about how he lived in Boca Raton. It's where Jews go to die. And then he ended up passing away shortly after that. And I was like, oh, that's sad. But yeah, he didn't even talk about that at all. Like that was just his, he's like, yeah, that's just what I do when I'm on stage or when I'm asked to do something or when I'm doing stand-up. Because now, how actually, do you do that for like a whole stand-up, like hour and a half? Jeez. Well, it's, it's, well, it's like, do you know the guy, the guy who, the wrestling thing, like WWE? No. At all? Who, are you, who are you talking about? Well, the guy that played, that was the Undertaker in WWE. Oh yeah, he was. On, I, maybe it was he was on? I think maybe it was Joe Rogan. I don't know, but 
he he was like that foreboding guy that everyone talked about was there a black trench coat and the hat he went on the podcast and he was like no it's not me i am like i've like actually really bad anxiety uh i am you know a very nice person i like cats and everyone's like what the hell and he's like yeah that was just something vince mcmahon asked me to do and i just had to act like that for nearly 20 years and i'm Wait. just like wait a minute what and he was like yeah that's just the whole character i literally did not break character for 20 years because or it was 30 but still he's like yeah that was just a character i i just put the whole front on for that many decades just because that was my job and with gilbert gottfried he did a, it was sad he, he did a show here in winchester that my friend rachel went and saw and i didn't know if he was in town like i went to the break box i didn't see it there and i was really upset and i was like oh damn i'll have to see him next year and then so I died, and I was like, oh, my God, I was so upset. I didn't even know he did a show in Winchester. That's pretty awesome. I didn't know either. That's the thing, because she, she put it on her Snapchat story, because I saw it the next morning, and I was like, was that Gilbert fucking Gottfried? And she's like, yeah, he was doing a Breitbach show. I didn't even know. Someone told me about it. And I'm like, well, damn, I guess I'll have to see him at some other point, because I really wanted to see him, and I really wanted to see Norm MacDonald as well do stand-up, because the last one he did was he was in, I think, Chicago. And I was like, oh, I, I was just saddened. Yeah, I'm in Chicago. It's like a two-hour flight. So, yeah. Yeah, it's it's, it's like, you know, it's worth it. If to see somebody really like, it can be worth it. But, like, just in general, it's probably not, like, the best use of your time. Excuse me. I mean, you know, we live near D.C., so it's not like we can't go to a show. But, you know, there's only so many things Yeah, available. it's not going to be, like... Oh geez, Alec, did we lose you? Hold up. Oh, no, there no, you go. I just, no, no, I was just, I was just waiting because I said, yeah, it's not super out of the way. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we we live in an area where, like, you know, you can drive to Pittsburgh if you wanted to, but it's much closer to go to DC. But anyway. Yeah, but anywho. Yeah, I mean, no, I mean the whole, yeah, it's a character thing. I definitely, I understand that, and I think that's really awesome. So, but yeah, no. I know. Yeah, he, he was known for that squinty eyes and like the whole just long drawn out you know i can't do the impression but just that voice you know yeah i i just it's so hard to because like he had to have it's just a natural thing for him but for anybody else to try and copy it because actually that's what they did for the aflac duck was they actually had to computer uh uh do a guy who sounded like him and then computerize the rest of the voice for the aflac duck uh until his contract was up did not know that interesting yeah, he said that um, a few years ago, actually. He, he talked about that. Weird. Anyway. Well, um, anyhow. Yeah, no, Gilbert Garfield. I mean, I always, he wasn't ever my favorite comedian, but I do remember the roast of Bob Saget. <laughs> he, uh, he did that whole, you know, joke that, like, obviously Bob Saget didn't do this. He was like, Bob Saget raped and killed a girl in 1990. And it turned into the whole out. I think it was like, Glenn Beck thing and people took that and like Glenn Beck oh raped goodness. and killed a girl in 1990 and I, I just think that's hilarious that they took that and did that my, Beck. my favorite Gilbert Gottfried had to be him on The Apprentice because my mom used to love The Apprentice back mm -hmm. in the day oh my god him and Geraldo like <laughs> he did um he did a, a thing where he worked in a <laughs> he worked in a pie shop where Geraldo was the project manager and um he stood outside donald trump was talking to him and he was telling him like you guys have to run these businesses in new york city and he was like i have a question and he's like well, what is it 
why the hell are we standing outside? It's 20 degrees out here. <laughs> why can't we just be in the office? And he, and then uh, he was uh, saying something like, and Donald Trump said, Gilbert, how did you feel about Geraldo being your project manager? Well, I'd like him if you did. Other than that, he was basically like Hitler. And then, and then everyone's like, oh, oh, wait, Gilbert can actually say that. He's Jewish. And then Donald's like, Gilbert's the only one in this room that can make that joke. <laughs> I never watched it. I think I watched The Apprentice maybe one season back like 10 years ago. But my mom used to love watching The Apprentice. That was like her thing. And honestly, Gilbert Gottfried on there was like the best thing I think that happened to that show. It was just. He it must just have been The Celebrity it. Apprentice because I know it was like, I don't know, whatever. We're not talking about The Apprentice. We're talking about Gilbert Gottfried. I remember. Yeah, Gilbert, he didn't get a damn. That's why I liked him so much. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, so one thing that you mentioned, too, like with him being an, an act, uh, with it being an act, I mean, I just remember Daniel Tosh is like, he was like one of the most, probably one of the most famous comedians of our time, I, I, our generation that we grew up with. And apparently he's got like, really bad social anxiety, too. So, yeah, Daniel, Daniel Tosh, he's a, he, uh, he actually talks about that, too, because that's one of his things, like, he'll talk about when he gets into like a, a relationship, how that's like, oh, that's 10 years of my life going down the road. Because he, he jokes about that kind of stuff. And it's actually kind of funny, too, seeing um, old Daniel Tosh and how it just, it never gets old. Like, the jokes, they still slap, even though it's been, like, 10 years um, since his Happy Thoughts special, as an example. That's his most famous one. Like, the jokes still land. Like, he and a bunch of these other older comedians, I call him older, but he's probably only, like, what, like, 2008 is when he came onto the scene with uh, the Tosh.0 show. But someone like him, you know, and same with Gilbert Gottfried and Norm MacDonald and Bob, their jokes still land, even though they could be 10, 15 years old. They're still funny. Yeah. But um, now Gilbert Gottfried, I mean, I, I don't mean to just be disrespectful. Obviously, it's a huge talent that's lost and very influential. Uh, he just wasn't ever my favorite, but I definitely respect him. You know what I mean? But you are. Like, anyway. you respect the... Uh, you respect the grind. Well, let's get talking about the guy who apparently raped and killed a girl in 1990, uh, Bob Saget. <laughs> so, yeah, even though his death is is kind of weird because I've seen people being like, you know, it's a little weird how he died and how they just won't say anything more about it. Well, apparently, I, so the official cause is apparently head trauma, which is like apparently he bumped his head and just went to sleep, didn't think anything of it. And he just, I guess, his brain hemorrhaged or something overnight or something. Yeah, but, they said it was a brain bleed, but and then there's other people saying like, okay, um, and then the police were like, okay, we're not, la- we're not, we're closing up the crime scene, we're not allowing anyone to look further into it, blah blah blah. And a lot of people are like, well, is it the family saying that or is it you guys saying it? And honestly, it's just like the man's gone. Let's just respect it. Um, I don't think people, his family, murdered him for you know insurance money because he's Bob fucking Saget. Like, let's be real, people. He's Bob Saget. He's not, they're not going to the poor house anytime soon. You know what I mean? I mean, he's still probably like, getting was, royalties from Full House. And I, he did oh America's Funniest Home Videos house, for too. years, too. And, and then also there's the Fuller House. And then there's his stand-up that he was doing. So, like, I don't think he was he was murdered by his family. I mean, if it, if for some reason, like, it's if some bizarre timeline, if that was the case, I would be blown away. I'm not going to lie to you. Because that would be the dumbest, 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 dumbest fucking crime I have ever heard of to kill someone 
it was bringing in thousands, if not millions of dollars into his own, into his own pocket. I think you're focusing too much on his death. Let's talk about his career. <laughs> but Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about Bob Saget, the man who everyone looked up to as a child. Well, it's one of those things where like a lot of kids like us, we grew up, you know, watching Full House and then we find out, oh, hey, this guy's actually a comedian. Oh, <laughs> that guy was very, very dirty comedian. And I, I say that lovingly. He was very vulgar. So, oh, my why, God, that's why him, well, him remember, and Dave should play together are the funniest. Well, I, I just remember there was a joke where he's like someone walked up to me and was really upset that I wasn't Danny Tanner. And I'm like, what do you want me to fucking Febreze something or get a dustbuster? It's like. He, he wasn't he wasn't also like he was also kind of like um he also had a family friendly like he did one joke where he was with john stamos and um he was talking about i think i told you about this one about a car accident that had happened while they were in vegas together and he was like can you believe how surprised this woman would be to like wake up from a car accident like her skull is bleeding and then she wakes up to see you know uh uncle jesse and, and danny john tanner yeah just trying to save her life <laughs> which um no apparently like so he was apparently a really nice guy because everyone on full house loved him I, I hear stories that like you know yep. he was like he really was like a dad to them and he was very protective of the olsen twins i know during the roast of bob saget everyone made pedophilia jokes and i'm like i don't understand why but no he like especially devastated no i was gonna say john Dam- stamos is devastated candace cameron burr is Jody Sweeten. I, I think the Olsen twins went. So I, I think at his funeral, John Stamos, Dave Coulier, they were pallbearers. And I know the Olsen twins were there. Probably Jody Sweeten was there. I don't know if Candace Cameron Burr was there. I'm assuming Lori Laughlin was not there. That's a whole different story. But yeah. But no, I mean, apparently he was like a super nice guy and he was just, he was just vulgar. That's just the jokes he told. And it's very and, funny because like he just, it, the, not only is the fact that he tells funny jokes as a comedian, it's very vulgar, but like the contrast between him and his stand-up versus Danny Tanner. It's like Danny Tanner is like, like I know, he's, he's I mean. the Diet Coke of evil. Just one calorie, not evil enough. He's literally just like, it's like going I from, think, he's like a Jack yeah. and Coke, you know? On one end, you got the Diet Coke, very just, you know, bland, very, you know, non-threatening, very friendly. And then you get Jack, and that's the other side. That was a standout. So mix them together, you get Danny Tanner, or you get Bob Saget. I know, he, I, know he, I know he did a thing where he did a joke. I can't remember if he named the specialist, but he was talking about, um, you know, these two, this girl that came up to him at a show, and he was like, she came up to me, she's like, oh my God, you're, you're Mr. Tanner. I grew up watching you. I love you. And he's like, that's nice. He's like pushing the head down motion. He, he was like, looking at all these people and they're like going, Oh, <laughs> I know. what the fuck? Ha- what the fuck happened to Mr. Tanner? Right kids. And I'm just like, Oh my God, Bob, no, you're you ruining remember, these kids. Also, I just feel like a lot of kids who grew up on the internet, you remember Tourette's guy? Oh my God. The guy who trained himself to say Bob Saget when he had a breakdown. Bob, yeah, Bob, Bob Saget. Saget. Yeah. I love that. And I fucking hate that guy. I, I just think it's hilarious. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Bob, Bob, he was like, I fucking hate that guy. And then people were like, and he was like, why? Because people walk up to me on the street and go, Bob Saget. He's like, it's fucking annoying. <laughs> I mean, I think it's a badge of honor personally, but you know. I know. But, he must have been devastated. I mean, yeah, again, he was, I, I hear that he was super protective of the Olsen twins and, you know, like 
when they didn't want to come back for Fuller House, he was completely, you know, supportive of their decision. He's like, you do you. And he tried to make sure they didn't get messed with when they were kids on Full House. And again, same thing with even, you know, Jody Sweden and Candace Cameron Burr. They were just like, yeah, he was basically like our second dad. And I know him and John Stamos were very close. And obviously him and Dave Coulier were close too, because, you know, Joey was a, or Dave was a pallbearer on his, on mm. his funeral. So. Yeah, it's one of those things where, man, really tragic loss. But, man, the guy was both – I remember in Half-Baked, he's like, you ever suck dick for Coke? He's like, marijuana is not yeah, an that's addiction. Yeah, that's what I was referencing. Yeah, and he was like, you don't know what it's like. Uh, you're addicted to weed? Well, guess what? I stood in that corner and sucked dick for Coke. What did you do for weed? You sucked dick for it? <laughs> God. I don't, think, oh, God, I don't even I think – I think that was just a cameo, but – I mean, so I haven't really watched America's Funniest Home Videos, but I think he did that for like, what, 10 years? Close to it? Something, almost a decade, I believe. Yeah, that was, I remember the South Park thing. It's like, America's Stupidest Home Videos. Knock, knock. Bob Saget. <laughs> but <laughs> no, nah, it, yeah, Bob Saget. He, man, I, I just, mm, I feel like because, oh, actually, yeah, why well, I forget this? I'm just looking him up. He was a How I Met Your Mother. He was the narrator. Was he really? Yeah, he was. He was well, supposedly Ted as I, an older guy, but I never would have guessed. Oh my god! But no, so he just—I think just because he was on Full House and did America's Funniest Home Videos, and he came off as very like like America's Dad at some point, you know, kind of like Tom Hanks was for movies, Bob Saget was for the show, and mm. yeah, it's just one of those things that's really tragic. And I think out of all the deaths, like. I don't mean any disrespect, but it's just like that one probably hit me the most. That it was just like out of nowhere, and yeah, yeah. His, you weren't expecting it because like he wasn't sick. He was nothing was really wrong with him. Like you know, no one knew about. Unlike you know Norm, because Norm didn't tell nobody that he well, had so cancer for Gilbert Godfrey. Years. He had some disease that he was vocal about, right? Yeah, he did. He had a, he was fighting a long illness. He did mention it a few times. He wasn't like. You know, talking about it every day, but I do know in passing he mentioned it. I can't remember the name of it though, because they did, they didn't mention what it was. I just cannot remember the name off the top of my head. Weird, but but still, yeah, he he's mentioned before he's sick, but like you know, I think people weren't expecting him to die, you know, anytime soon. Yeah, you know, no, it, like again, it came as a complete shock. I woke up one morning and hey, Bob Saget's dead. I'm like, really. Yeah, because I, I, because I actually, I was funny because there was a YouTube person that I, I watched, and that's how I found out. It's the same way I found out Norm McDonald died. This guy was like, "We lost Norm," and I'm like, "Oh my god!" And then I go to the gym, I pull in new video uploaded two minutes ago. Gilbert Godfrey's passed. I'm like, "Are you fucking? Are you kidding me?" I was, I was in the parking lot. I was like, real sad, and I was like, "This is gonna be like the saddest gym I, time I've ever had." And I'm just gonna talking be about Norm or Gilbert. Gilbert. That was yesterday then. Huh. Interesting. Yep. I found out. That's when I texted you. I texted you as soon as he uploaded that video. And that's when I said Gilbert Godfrey died. I, that was when I pulled into the gym and I saw that. Yeah. yeah. It's just. It's upsetting. But unfortunately, that's part of life. Yeah. Unfortunately. Well, anyway. Uh, and yeah, Bob Saget directed Dirty Work, which was written by and starring Norm MacDonald. Man, Norm MacDonald. It was one of those things where like he was like, okay, so give him the right material. He's great, but he was like the anti-joke guy. You know what I mean? Like he that's the, that's the thing. His delivery was so dry, that's what made it funny. 
I think and I remember also, him on a podcast. He's like, he said mm-hmm. something like, oh, oh, 9-11. That, that, is that a bad thing? Like, what, what happened on that day? That was the show. That was his show. Oh, my God. His show had some of, like, the stupidest jokes. Like, he had on, um, well, who was it? Uh, Chef Chase. And um, he was saying something like, like um, car, uh, taking your car wash. I was like, taking your car to uh our car wash is like sex you get it's all wet and uh, wet dirty and then there's 20 mexicans ready to tell you off or something like that and he would just make those kind of jokes and then um he did another one where he's like uh had nick swartzen on and he said that um a new airline opened up but it recently had a dip in business because it was called 9-11 airlines and he's like my god 9-11 airlines damn reminds me of that tragedy <laughs> well and <laughs> we, we, what i was gonna i mean go ahead but i i just wanted to say we can't leave out the most famous jokes that he's known for oh yes but i had this dirty work story since you brought it up first yeah, go ahead. With Artie lang. Yeah, yeah do it so Artie lang when the reviews came in Artie lang was saying that his mother called him and was and told him that the reviews came in and he was devastated because there was a critic from his hometown who reviewed the movie and the guy had said basically that Artie Lang has the um appeal and the demeanor of a date race and he was like really upset about it so he called Norm Macdonald and then Norm Macdonald called Artie Lang's mother and said well Mrs. Lang that's actually a compliment and and, and the people already was talking like what and he's like Here's what he told my mother. He said that you, that Artie has to have more charm than a regular rapist. So, you know, being a date rapist, he obviously has a lot more charm than a regular rapist. So, you know, that's the compliment. Lord. <laughs> I probably butchered it, but that's basically the, the, the thing is Artie Lang has to, Artie Lang is, is, is basically a charming date rapist well okay so now we need to talk about the big thing which is good god norm mcdonald hated oj simpson and i'm i don't oh know if oj god. celebrated when he Jimmy. passed or what but <laughs> there's like there's Those like 40 minutes there's like out of all the jokes that he made it's like a 40 minute or an hour long compilation on youtube of just norm shitting on oj just constantly the, it- it, I, I know the one you're talking about, and my favorite out of all of them was I forget the guy who won the Heisman Trophy when he was presenting at the Oscars, and he was ba- he was saying to the guys like, you know what, that's an accomplishment. No one can ever take that away from you. Then he looks around the room, waits for it to get quiet. He's like, you know, unless you kill your wife and a waiter. And then every, like, every joke he could make, he, every joke he could make, he did it. He was like, what's the anything to shit on OJ? I'm trying to think of like some examples because like i just there's just so many of them you know oh my god you you just find the video of me just pick one i mean anything um well here let's let's pause the meeting and we need to we need to find some of the best ones hold on oh yes please yeah okay hold on okay so we we found a couple and i so i i google we have to read some of these because i honestly i'm sorry oj simpson okay so you do one then i'll do one yeah all right do one all right so let me see here i'll do yeah okay so norm's first joke after oj was found not guilty well it's finally official murder is legal in the state of california (laughs) 
Oh my god. Dan, you ready for this one? What? OJ it, was in a different courtroom this week, attempting to regain custody of his two children. In order to prove to the court how much he loves his kids, OJ pointed out, quote, hey, they're still alive, aren't they? Oh my god. Okay, so how about this one? <laughs> This week, a California newspaper revealed that O.J. Simpson was awarded custody of his children, mainly because a court-ordered psychological test showed that he is a loving father. It should also be noted, however, that the same test also showed that he was a loving husband. <laughs> this, uh, um, Go ahead and do one, but I got a good one, too. In a brilliant move during closing arguments, Simpson's attorney, Johnny Cochran, put on a knit cap prosecutors say oj wore the night he committed the murders although oj may have heard his case when he suddenly blurted out hey hey easy with that that's my lucky stabbing hat oh my god hold on uh yeah this one uh f lee bailey said this week that if the defense only knew what ron goldman's last words were they might be able to find the real killer you know if you ask me goldman's last words are probably uh hey you're oj simpson Yeah, now we're just shitting on OJ, but God, this is, I think, what Norm was, like, known for. Well, like, that was, like, his big, because he did Weekend Update on SNL for, like, I don't know, five years or something like that? I have one more to tell you. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Against the Jets last week, Buffalo Bills running back Thurman Thomas broke OJ Simpson's career-pushing record. This the, uh, the week before that, he surpassed Simpson in the career touchdowns. Next up for Thomas, an attempt to kill three people at once. Hold on a second. Uh, where is? Oh my god. Hold on. Norm. Da, 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 da. What? I'm trying to find. Hold on. That we might be done, but there's like some. Let me see here. Oh my god. There was some booze on this one. Let me see here. Da, 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 da. Oh my god. Yeah. I. Oh my god. Okay. This one's good. Well, this week, after a Los Angeles restaurant refused to seat him, O.J. Simpson demanded and got $500 in compensation. In addition, the restaurant must now offer separate murderer and non-murderer sections. <laughs> and apparently that was his final O.J. joke, which bravo on that one. <laughs> I, I have this. Okay, I just got one more. Sorry. This is I'm, d- I'm done. I'm done. Go ahead. In an, in an effort to raise money for his enormous legal bills, O.J. Simpson this week began marking a video which attempts to prove his innocence. Should the tape not sell, O.J. Simpson has a backup idea, his very own video of the actual murders. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I just... Oh. And the funny thing is, there's a gap. Like, one of these jokes is from 1994, and then it jumps to 1997. I was going to say, and, I think... Uh, did he... I don't know if he came back in 97 for a couple of episodes. I don't know when he was fired off SNL, but I think, no, he, I think he did after he was, he, I think it was 97 because I remember he went on stage and, and he was brought back as the host. And he said, I was fired here a few years ago. So then he just says, I'm funny or you guys suck. I'm trying to think of what the, I'll oh, forget it. <laughs> but actually, let me anyway. see here. When he was, when he was, uh, let me see, when, he was, when was he on SNL? In 93, he was hired as a writer and a cast member, spending a total of five seasons. So from 93, probably to 98. He got fired in SO, in SN, from SNL, and that's when he started to work on Dirty Work. Oh, yeah, and he was also, okay, so now we need to talk about some of his TV work. Uh, he was the original voice of Death and Family Guy, and he was in The Orville, and he was the voice of the dog Lucky in the Dr. Little Eddie Murphy movies. 
I, I knew about that, and um, I didn't, and I knew about the Norm Macdonald thing. I didn't uh, the uh, death thing, but I didn't know about um, I didn't know about um, the other thing you just mentioned too. I don't know what you're playing on it. What the the Doctor Doolittle or not the Doolittle, the other one, the Orville? Yes, I didn't know that. Yeah, I've I've seen a couple things, but it's I've seen some clips. It's not an old thing, but he basically just plays a giant blob. <laughs> Oh, okay. So he's not integral to it. He's not. He's not. He's not like he's on the ship. Mike has the mysteries. I think he's like either an assistant to the doctor or some kind of thing. But no, I think him and Seth MacFarlane were friends at some point. But anyway, um, and so I just remember too. Last thing I'll say about the OJ. I remember he was on like David Spade show back in I don't know when David Spade show was recently. Well, that was a good show. I'm sad that it was. Yeah. Uh, said. Uh, I'm sad that that show went. Anyway, it was actually funny. Anyway, and and they brought back like Dennis. Oh god, I'm gonna mess his name up. Where? No, Dennis Miller, and who else did? Uh, Kevin Neil Neilan, or yeah, something like that. Anyway, and Norm Macdonald, and they were like, "Oh yeah, you constantly were shitting on OJ." He's like, "What? What are you talking about? I love that man," or something like that. <laughs> Anyway, but so and Sounds one like show him. that I don't think a lot of people have seen, which I think people will, should see, is Mike Tyson Mysteries. And oh my god, <laughs> him as Pigeon in that show, he was like the show. It was not he, Mike Tyson. It wasn't uh, Marquise the Ghost. It was Pigeon. Yeah, he. Okay, so for those who don't know, Mike Tyson Mysteries is a show on Adult Swim where Mike Tyson voices himself, but it's like Scooby Doo, and he's got like a adopted Asian daughter, and he's got there's a there's a is it like is he fully gay or is he bisexual? He's a gay. He's a gay ghost named uh, Marquise of Canterbury. He he's basically named <clears throat> after the guy that founded the rules of boxing. Like he's the guy who drafted the first rules in like the Victorian era. Basically, okay, yeah, I knew it had something to do with boxing. But anyway, and then uh, there's a guy who was his name turned is into Richard. a pigeon. Okay, yeah, I didn't know what his real name was. He was turned into a pigeon by his ex-wife Sandra, and, um, <laughs> and who was who he did not know was practicing. Uh, witchcraft because it was funny his backstory he was spying on a he had binoculars as a pigeon he was looking at a woman undressing and he was like uh sandra unbeknownst to me was practicing witchcraft and she told me that if i cheated on her one more time she would turn me into a bird of course i immediately cheated on her and then i turned into a pigeon but and then he was like looking like further and like pushing that, into the that's just i think i would have turned into a bird anyway but him as that if you ever so, go on youtube and you type in mike tyson mysteries pigeon and watch the compilations of just pigeon you will fucking piss your pants laughing it's he not even so just funny. like so the jokes obviously weren't written by him but the way he delivers them are just it's just hilarious because like, he, he's such a has such a dry delivery well, i love the one where so hilarious i just off the top of my head i love the one where he's like okay so they're all trying to figure out a mystery and his Mike Tyson's adopted daughter is like, why don't we try to find out who my adopted my, who my real mother was and why she left me on Mike Tyson's doorstep when I was a baby. Maybe because she didn't want you. There, mystery solved. And then, then Marquise comes up and then he was like, why are you still here? He does, he, Mike, he's not no fun anymore. He doesn't drink. He doesn't party. You basically turned it into you, except he's not a closeted homosexual. <laughs> I also love the, where the, the ghost is like, Oh, my daffodils are coming in. How's my pot? What? You planted pot 
in, in my azaleas. It's just a little bit. Oh, oh, for your glaucoma. Well, and just like, again with his delivery, <laughs> with his delivery, I remember the one where, like, I guess he's with that one family, and the the kid is noticing the girl. He's like, oh, oh noticing the ladies for the first time, right? Let me ask you: yeah. Are you jacking off yet? Because if you are, it, you're oh, the only. It's weird. You're the only one who's doing it. So you should stop and just. The way he does that delivery, it's like, laugh. oh my god! The, it's just the way he does it because, like, another one. That the I deadpan delivery of those jokes is just perfect for that character. And now we're just talking about Mike Tyson mysteries, but still. Because he talks about jacking off by the pool, and he gets kicked out. He's like, "If you don't want me to masturbate by the pool, maybe you should put up a fucking sign that says don't masturbate by the fucking pool.'" Just, the way he does it is just funny. Like, honest to God, you will piss your pants laughing. It is funny. Yeah, I mean, like, he is the show. I mean, like, obviously, there's other funny things about it. The fact that Mike Tyson is, you know, basically the leader of a Scooby-Doo gang. But still, like... It's Norm MacDonald is the reason why it's funny, I think. And are they still doing that? Or did that show get canceled? I think it got canceled, didn't it? I think it did after, um, because you you can do it without Norm. I mean, who's going to play Pigeon? Let me see here. Yeah, fourth season aired in early 2020. Yeah, it it's yeah, the fourth season was its last and I mean, it was canceled before he died. It was canceled in 2020 and he died in 2021. Does I don't know. I, I don't mean to be disrespectful to Bob Saget or Gilbert Godfrey because we're talking a lot about Norm. It's just Norm was hilarious. Like just his deadpan delivery. Oh my god, even in the jokes he wrote and just anything. You know, because I feel like we liked Bob Saget because you know he was like I said, like a dad figure that we all grew up with. And and Gilbert Godfrey was just, you know, that guy that we all knew that it was like hilarious uh, because of his voice. And obviously, you know, the whole Disney, like he he was Iago. And that's, again, what I primarily knew him as. And the Athlete Duck. So it's really his voice. I I don't mean to be just but like his voice was the most excuse me, the most recognizable thing about him. And but just Norm, man, I feel like uh, all of them are tragic losses. They they are. That's the old guard of comedy. I mean, you can point at you can find anything about the three of them that will make you laugh. Well, apparently they I were mean, all they were just funny. Apparently they were all friends too. Like they there's a picture if you Google it, you can find like a picture of them and Louis Anderson, who just died too, rest in peace. But I just I really never listened to his comedy or saw his material. But yeah, it, it just man, we've lost a lot of comedians recently. And again, like so Norm had leukemia for like 10 years and he finally just died of it and then Gilbert Godfrey had a disease and Bob Saget just apparently just bumped his head the wrong way and went to sleep. Didn't wake up. Well, the thing with Norm, thing with Norm McDonald's, he told no one. Like, he, he was a very private person. People, like, when he died, they said, like, he was just one of those people that just craved intellectual conversation. Like, he wasn't an idiot. He was a very smart person, but he was also very private, which I think made it even sadder because, like, um, even I think it was David Spade was like that's kind of a norm thing to do is just die without saying why. <laughs> <laughs> and they were trying to make light of it. <laughs> He's like, yeah, he just died and just pieced out without saying a, without saying a word. And, and um, that was his thing. I don't even think his kid knew. I I don't know. I mean, I, I imagine his family knew, but I I mean, obviously, because mm-hmm. we were just talking about celebrity worship. We don't like you know we're not like trying to be hypocritical here we just really respected these guys and we're trying to you know pay tribute to them i guess because you know they were really funny and and you know we grew up 
watching Full House with Bob Sagan. We grew up watching Aladdin for Gilbert Gottfried and just knowing that Affleck voice, you know, his the, the, his voice and Norm MacDonald as you grow up and you watch SNL. I mean, yeah. Oh, my God. Why do I forget? Um, He did he did a uh, celebrity Jeopardy with on on SNL where he played Burt Reynolds. Oh, my God. Yeah, Norm MacDonald. I forgot about that. I yeah. forgot about them. I just, yeah. He did hat, the, the, uh, oh, God, damn. The big bag, the big oversized hat, the sombrero. I'm trying to, yeah, he's like, my name's Turd Ferguson or something. I'm trying to think, like, what, what were his impressions on SNL that were just like, there was obviously that and. He, he was the weekly update was like his best thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let me see here. Norm McDonald. I mean, did we know if, like, I'm imagining OJ wasn't a fan of his jokes, but do we know if like Burt Reynolds ever said anything? Mm. Well, I'm trying to think here because Norm MacDonald impressions. Let me see here. It's all YouTube links. My God. Okay. Oh, wait, didn't he do like Ross Perot one year or something? Oh, he did Bob. He did Bob Dole. Yeah, I was gonna say. I know he did Bob Dole. I didn't know about the other one, Ross Perot. But it, it really was just. It really was just weekend update was his thing. So that was the main thing. Everyone knew him for that. Yeah. But anyway, and then also his own, his own show. He had a show on Netflix which got canceled because they just, they just couldn't deal with how funny he was. I'm sorry. I mean, that's just the truth. That's just a fact. Yeah. It. Again, we you know all. All last, all, all, what's the one looking for? All tragic losses and rest in peace, Gilbert mm. Gottfried, uh, Bob Saget. I'm, did I say his name right? I always fuck it up and I'm Who, sorry. Bob Saget or Gil- Bob Gilbert, Saget Godfrey. Or Gilbert Godfrey? Gilbert Godfrey. Gottfried. Godfrey. Godfrey. Yeah, Gottfried. Okay. Gottfried. Rest in peace to Gilbert Gottfried and rest in peace, Bob Saget. I mean, we were watching Fuller House today and I'm like, yeah, man, this guy, he was a good guy. Yeah. And, yeah, rest in peace, yeah. Norm. So it's 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 sad. Like, I mean, you hear all these stories about him, like, you know, from other people that that weren't on uh, uh, on screen or for anyone to see. They're just stories. Like um, Artie Lang, I think, has the best Norm Macdonald stories. Like, he told one of how Norm Macdonald hadn't touched a cigarette in like five or so years. And they were betting on uh, an NFL game. And I forget the name of the quarterback that that screwed Norm McDonald over. Basically, because of how bad this quarterback played, he lost $10,000. And then he said that a producer walked into his dressing room and saw Norm and the McDonald like, curled up in the fetal position, smoking a cigarette you know, on the windowsill. And he's like, Norm, why are you smoking? He's like, ask. And he said the guy's name. And he just continued to smoke. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Oh my god, I can't I, I just wish I could remember the name of the guy in that joke, but oh my god. They have like these people have like the funniest stories about him. And yeah. same thing with Bob Saget and same with Gilbert Gottfried. Everybody has like a story, you know, anybody famous who's met them has a story with these people, and they're never not funny. Like it's like they could do something like completely inane, and then somehow something would go awry and they would do something stupid or something hilarious, and they would just tell you. Yeah. But at any rate, yeah, this is a shorter episode. I don't, I don't mean to, you know, drag on, but yeah, yeah, rest in peace to these guys. And, you know, I mean, if you're wondering what to check out from each of them, Gilbert Godfrey, just 
look up his stand-up. Good guy. Um, you can watch the roast of Bob Saget to watch him and Bob Saget on there. And mm. Bob Saget obviously watched Full House, but I mean, America's Funniest Home Videos, he made a couple movies that, I mean, I we, I like dirty work, but, you know, watching it now, I'm just like, eh. Not eh, but like, it's not as funny as I remember it, but it's still funny. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. I know exactly what you mean. It's like, it's not, it's not your thing. It's like, you're just like, yeah, it's okay. It's not my favorite with, um, with you, but I will tolerate it in a sense. I get yeah. what you're saying. And then, yeah, uh, Norm MacDonald, just watch, just YouTube his weekly updates and watch the weekly update, watch him as Pigeon. On Mike just, Tyson Mysteries, which you, I think you can find that on HBO Max. And I know you can find Full House on HBO it. Max as well. And obviously, you know, Disney Plus for Aladdin and Iago. So, mm. and I think he did, Gilbert Gottfried came back and did the voice of Iago for like all the other Aladdin stuff, except for like the remake. Really? Yeah, I think he did all the voices. Uh, he voiced Iago like every time except for the remake. I had no idea. Yeah, I didn't see the remake either. I just Googled it. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, check him out. Much respect. Rest in peace. Uh, thank you all for listening. Anything else you want to add, Alec? No, I mean, it's again, it's just sad that these men are dead because, I mean, they meant a lot to a lot of people. Like I really like Norm more than anyone out of the three. I'm sorry. Well, not sorry, but like that's just my personal thing. Like I like Gilbert, I like Bob, but Norm, he 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 was my favorite comedian. I can't I can't deny that. Like honest to God, he he's is definitely the ultimate dad joke. He is the ultimate dad joke. Like, I think I'm sorry, like he is. He's top no, three no, for me because I love I love him, Chris Porter, and Daniel Tosh. I think are my top three, but. I, I mean, I in my top three, you know, I have Tosh probably at number three, Norm number one, and then Chris Porter, my number two. Oh, so we have the same ones. It's just different orders. Yeah, because I, I Chris, Chris just makes oh anything my. funny. Daniel Tosh, his jokes can land. They're not for everyone, but they still can slap at any point in any, any year. Norm, for me, is just the dry, dad-like delivery is well, what does is what does it for me it makes me laugh i would also recommend watch uh, go to youtube and look up gilbert godfrey reading 50 shades of gray that's all i'm gonna say anyway uh thank you all for listening rest in peace to all those amazing comedians and actors and yeah i mean hopefully our next episode won't be as depressing but yeah i don't think it was super depressing i just think you know it's a it's a sad subject anyway but yeah thank you all for listening and yeah you you uh Take care. Look up. Look up these comedians. Uh, I highly recommend. Oh yeah.